Ladies and gentlemen, what's up? Welcome back to the Motivated Lawn Care Show. I'm your host, Caleb Nguyen, as always. Today, we're going to jump into something that uh, I, I hear about a lot, especially from the newer guys in the space, that it's like a, it's a big, like, er, like it's a, it's a point of tension, and it's something that is, I'll just say it's often overthought. We'll just, I'll just say it that way. And that is the competition, competitors. Are they competitors or are they companions? I'm going to talk about uh, relationships with local competitors. As a as a an intro, right? It's, it's kind of a big question, uh, generally from the new guys, okay? From people who uh, haven't been in the game for super long, maybe a year or two, three, four, whatever. Um, because generally, the new guys hate everybody. They're just out for blood. They're just like, I'm like, I'm gonna kill everybody. I'm gonna put everybody out of business. Y'all are lazy. Your margins are fat, and all this other stuff, right? Um, and you just come into it with with like this absolute fire, like I'm gonna destroy. Um, but you're like, well, I don't want them to know that because they try to destroy me. One of the biggest things um, I've also seen is is as you kind of work in the space for longer, right? Like the old guys are just buddy buddy, and nobody steps on anybody's toes. And I think that both ways of thinking are not correct ways of thinking, right? The first way has you kind of at a loss. I'll get into that here in a second, but I can say this, that when I started out, that's how I thought. I was like, dude, I'm gonna destroy these guys. It's actually kind of funny. They're um, one of the uh, companies in my area, it's called CNY Turf, and for the longest time we were like, that was the comparison. Our yards have to look better than theirs, our prices have to be better than theirs, and just like, and this is like a mass, it's probably, one of the biggest companies in the area, if not the biggest company in the area that I'm aware. Um, and you, you obviously it's not apples to oranges. And there's some companies that kind of come in this area that might be, you know, a little bit bigger than them and that kind of thing. But from what I can tell in my immediate like neighborhood, neighborhood area, they're definitely probably the biggest company. So I'd say they're probably doing, I mean, the millions, I'd say uh, by 2 million, 3 million, I would guess a year, if I had to guess. Um, I haven't seen all their trucks in one place, so I really couldn't couldn't tell you. Um, and we always just bet. We just like we want to kill them. We want to kill them. And and long story short, now I'm in touch with the owner of them, and um, I'm trying to get in touch with them a little bit further. Sit down. I know that he's getting out of residential like lawns and stuff, and their route density is absolutely fantastic. So if we could, you know, if he's willing to sell off a couple of his that are in ideal locations for us, oh my goodness. The business could explode. We could have incredible route density. We get our name out there way faster. There's just so much opportunity there. But I mean, not still being like, I want to kill him. But at the same time, the buddy buddy ends up being the killer of all um, innovation. Now, I think after you've been in the green industry for like 20, 30 years, you lose a little bit of the innovation. Uh, you're just like, I make good money, solid, solid money. Even if you're not that smart, I'll tell you right now, if you work in the green industry for 20 years and you're just diligent and you do good work and you put in your work every day and, you know, by the end you could be working your three, four days and make your six figures and do your 35 hours a week, 30, 35 hours a week and that's it. It just be done and just work nine months a year and make your six figures and then the winter, do whatever you want, you know, go drive snowmobiles all, all winter long. There's so much... There's so much there. And I think a lot of the guys who've been in the space for a long time go too far in the other way. And they're like, 
oh, that's your property, man. I get it. They don't get aggressive with um, their marketing campaigns. It's just kind of whoever trickles in, trickles in, which is understandable. Most people have been around for so long that their their name is just out there, whereas the new guys have to be scrappy. You do have to, you can't come into this with that buddy-buddy mentality. You just have to kind of go in a little bit like a, like I'm looking for blood kind of thing because you really need to get after it. And some of the competition is not going to be in love with that idea. Obviously, that just happens. Jealousy, they see you doing uh, growing more than and than they are, or you know they could be growing more if they were doing what you were doing. So they're like, man, we got to do that. They do the same thing. You guys fight it out, that kind of thing. Uh, it doesn't happen a lot, to be honest with you, but it does happen, and it's just I I would not. I would really. I'm happy that we are not in a position where we are directly competing with anybody. There's plenty of lawns to go around. Um, but I'm going to jump into this a little bit more. So I'm going to take you from where I was when I started because I have a feeling that a lot of you guys are still in this position where you're like, hey, you know, I uh, I just want to kill everybody. You know, like that's kind of how you're coming into this. You're like, if you're outside my service level range, yeah, I'll talk to you. I'll, I'll get information from you. I'll learn from you. I want to hear what you have to say, what equipment, all this good stuff, right? But if you're in my area, I'm going to kill you, you know? So I, I, I 100% understand how that felt when I first got into things. I was poster on, on every, you know, every telephone pole. I had yard signs out everywhere, 25 yard signs out, basically at almost all of my properties. I think I had like 35, 40 yards that I was doing. And I would have yard signs at like 25 of like the 35 weekly and you have those bi-weekly sometimes on occasion people and another five people that kind of thing had the posters out there i got like 20 30 posters out there was um i was handing out like these little flyers all the time so i was out there i really was and because i was pushing my own you know everything people saw me and, and stuff like that so i was i was really out there and i was really just trying to be scrappy I really didn't care if the competition was like oh my goodness this guy's just plastering this neighborhood and they start peeling things down and i had people tearing my stuff down destroying it throwing it on the ground and all kinds of crazy stuff like that and it suited me it served me well in the beginning so i felt the same way i really did but what i eventually started finding to become more beneficial was to make friends make connections even with like people you think directly compete with you. Case in point, my boy Danny Bovo. We got to get him back on the on the podcast sometime soon. I should uh, I should text him about that. I told him to tell me about uh, equip if he was going or not. I don't think he texted me about it. Um, and subcontracting, which we'll get to in a second. But he was the first kind of guy I reached out to. I knew I knew like one or two other people that I was like, oh, bro, direct competitors. They're gonna like hate me. And like my brother left. What did he do? He dropped off something at the wrong person's house. Um, he was supposed to put it at the neighbor's house. He ended up putting it at the house where uh, technically a competitor lived. Like he literally had a mowing setup in his driveway and he decides it's a good idea to put it in their mailbox. Completely wrong address. Long story short, the guy ends up texting me. He's like, hey, uh, I think you put this in the wrong mailbox, but uh, love what you guys are doing, seeing you around. You've been the talk of the neighborhood. And I'm like, oh, talk the neighborhood like my first thing is like oh, kill blood you know like it's 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 on now they knew who i am um but they were very chill about it like they're not looking to step on my toes they're you know in their late 40s mowing lawns super tan have been doing this forever big nice truck house paid off you know just basic just living life having kids doing that doing the whole thing doing the settled down thing and uh 
they weren't looking to put me out of business. There's another guy, his name is Al, Al Mrazik, and he's getting out of snow. Uh, it's first winter out of snow. My buddy Danny Bova picked up his route, which is crazy. But in the summer, he's got 200-something lawns that he does, and they're all like multiple on every single street in the neighborhood that I live in. It's crazy. I was like, man, I got to compete with this guy. His clients will not budge. They just won't budge. So sometimes it's like I had to shift, and I was like, all right, well, that's not that's not working. And I started making connections, and eventually um, I saw uh, the, the woman who was helping me with my social media because at that age I really wasn't doing anything with social media. She was really good with it. And so she was doing the posts and stuff, and I would give her um, part of the money that I made. It was like 50 bucks a month or something like that. And uh, she's like, hey, I saw this other young guy who's on one of the sites. I was like, oh, cool. I'll, uh, I'll text him. So I texted him. He gets back to me. We talked on the phone for a little bit. I basically, from the beginning, was like, dude, he's going he's gonna to join with my conglomerate, and I'm going to start picking up all these guys all over the place, and we're going to merge, and we're going to build like the biggest company, a billion-dollar company, and all this stuff, right? big aspirational dreams, which you kind of have to go into it thinking like, I'm going to kill everybody. I'm going to build a billion dollar business. I'm going to drive a Bugatti, you know, and marry a supermodel. And that's just kind of how you have to go into it. Still sticking with the Bugatti and supermodel, by the way. Um, maybe not long cares, might not be the, the billion dollar baby, but regardless. Um, and I went into it and that's how I went into it. And now I would even change my frame when dealing with competitors to being like, hey, how can I help you? How can I provide mutual value? And a lot of times it's like, I play this weird dance, which I shouldn't, of how can I provide you value while still getting enough value in return that it's worth my time. When really I should just be like, how can I help you? And if you give me something in return or anything like that, I mean, great. And I should go into it like that. I feel like I would uh, make a lot more high quality connections than some of the connections I have that are a little bit more transactional. But anyway, I meet Danny Bova. And way back then, he was driving his dad's car with a single axle trailer and one, he had one sit down mower and like a trimmer. He, and he'd go off after school and he'd do his like 20 properties. And then uh, the, I think this was two years ago. I can't even remember it yet. Two, three years ago. Uh, it's been a while. And then the year after, he got his truck, he got a bigger trailer, he bought, uh, he had bought another mower at the end of the other season, and he just started going crazy. And now this he's got two trucks, he's got a dump trailer, and I think he's got an, an, another mower, and just crazy stuff like that. Um, but one of the, some of the things that I kind of learned with that, of like, hey, why do you even want your competition to like know you? or know you well, or on a first name basis, or that kind of thing, because it makes it harder to destroy them, because you're like, well, they're an actual person with a family and a life and all that kind of things. Uh, and so here's here's kind of why I have, I have seven reasons why I stay in touch with people and, and why I do that beyond even just like, hey, I can help you make you more money and without hurting me at all. Uh, the first reason is people, uh, there are people ahead of you to ask questions and get mentored by. Danny has like, I'll just text him and he'll just text me back. It's just, it's funny uh, because there's some areas in business that I'm like, not going to lie a little bit ahead of him on. And then there's some, he's like way ahead of me. Like when it comes to uh, bigger landscape projects and bidding and all this stuff, he's so much better connected. Like his dad was in the industry way, way back in the day. So he's very well connected in the industry. So is his dad. He works uh, at the fire department as well. So very well connected with like the lawn care landscaping guys who work there because that's kind of like a thing it's like the firefighters all mow lawns do landscaping too and so he's very well connected with that 
Um, and so I'll ask questions. What's your pricing with this? You do this. What about that? And he'll just get back to me. Like I'll just call him at random times. He'll pick up and, and tell me. And he just tells me, just like, hey, call anytime if you have any other questions. It's so funny because he's, I think he's a year older than me. Um, I just crack up. It's just so, it's so funny because it's like he's the one who doesn't have the podcast and I'm the one asking him questions about, uh, you know, hey, what's the, uh, what should I do with the snow plowing with, uh, with this? He's telling me, uh, we have three inch trigger and you do this and that, your insurance and you do this, that kind of thing. It's super helpful to have people, how do you get mentored by um, and just get information from even, even beyond like I can help you give you information. Uh, obviously, there's other social media people out there too. But even beyond that, having a physical person there too is super important. I would say this though. I found that the majority of the people in this industry are so negative about it. I mean, I, I posted in a in a group about, um, what was it? About like snow plowing, how would you guys do pricing and XYZ with this route and this machine and da da da. And people just were just so negative and they, they were cursing and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I didn't even say anything like, I'm not, I, there's no, absolutely no, no reason. I'm not like, yeah, vote for Joe Biden and all these guys are getting on me about it. It's it's not that at all. It's just like I literally was just asking a question and people had to like jump in with negative comments. And so I would say be really careful because there's going to be a lot of like very, very negative comments. You just have to take the information they give you without taking the attitude and letting it rub off on you and say, hey, I'm still going to crush. I'm still going to kick butt. This is a great industry to be in and I can destroy. It's great entry level. It's a great stepping stone for me. Whatever this is for you, whether it's the final gig for you, you're like, hey, I'm going to build a multi-million dollar business and it ain't going to matter if two clients are upset and want their money back for us mowing them on for $40, right? Whereas at this point, a lot of the guys who get mentored by who actually have time to talk to you are going to be guys who are going to be like, oh, there's two clients, and you're going to hear about it every other day. So first thing, people ahead of you that you can ask questions and get mentored by. Uh, number two, someone who can relate to you and your pain. Sometimes you got to talk about it. If you do, it's good to have someone who knows what you're talking about. Uh, the third one, subcontracting. So it's an opportunity to make money, right, when you're subcontracting for other people um, with mowing or plowing or whatever. Hey, something goes, goes down. Um, hey, well, we got you covered kind of thing. And then it also covers your butt if you have them subcontracting for you, something happens to your equipment, you can't get out there, something happens to your guys, you can't get out there, uh, you have someone to cover you and you need that connection with somebody who does the same exact service as you in the same exact area, you just need that connection. Uh, the fourth thing is get more work. Um, if they don't want the jobs out of their range, uh, they can't take any more clients on, whatever it is, they can send it over to you. We had someone who, um, he couldn't do gated back, He, he well, he could, but he didn't want to do it any more gated backyards. And so he sent me everyone with gated backyards. Um, and the and then I want to say the year after he was getting out of residential lawns, he sold off a good chunk of his, um, his lawns and his equipment and that kind of thing. And I guess some of the people didn't like the current guy that they had. And so they came back to him and said, hey, do you know anyone else? And he sent him over to me <laughs> after this guy already paid for these clients or what and whatnot and all the equipment and all this stuff and people were like yeah i don't like this guy and he was like yeah well you can try caleb over here too super helpful we got a bunch of people from that um da, 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 da. oh buying things whether clients or equipment at, at a discount right if you know them you get such a good deal you're going to know when people are selling like pieces of equipment that you want and you get a good deal on it or they're selling out they're selling clients and they have a lot of clients in a, a dense route that you already serve 
and it's just it's so good and you can't you're not going to know about these things unless you're super well connected so that's another huge thing number six is you always have the name to give other people so for example um the dealership we're gonna get our plows we're gonna probably get gonna get fisher plows i thought we we're gonna get boss but only because of my connection with Danny Bova and actually his connection with several major like landscaping companies in the area. Um, I can go there and be like, hey, this is what I'm looking for. I'm really good friends with Danny Bova and PNK Outdoor Services. And both of them spend thousands of dollars. I think PNK has got to spend six figures there a year. Danny spends five. I mean, he's already spent five figures, four or five figures. And I'm going to drop five figures there so it's it's important and when i say that i drop their names and i say hey i know these people and they're not like oh okay and they can call and call them up and ask them hey do you know this guy yeah i know this guy okay perfect right um or if it comes up in conversation they're not like i have no idea who that kid is and then they're like oh he pulled a fast one on me that kind of thing and you deal with all that drama it, it happens there's there's do drama too especially the outdoorsy types well the rough around the edges types we'll say we'll say we'll go with that um and then seven is you're going to hear about regulations, rules, and issues before they make their way to you. If there's a new rule uh, from the government, that kind of thing. I think there's something about uh, keeping the grass clippings blown out of the road. Obviously, it's not safe for motorcycles, but it's like a law, law kind of thing. Now, good to know, right? And you might not have known that. I'm not necessarily following those laws super heavily. Uh, but if a, somebody else hears about something and you're having a conversation, hey, did you hear about this? No? Awesome. Like, I didn't know I had to cross my chains. Otherwise, I could get pulled over and fined for not crossing my chains, meaning the chains from the trailer to uh, my truck, just in case the, something happens with a hitch and it comes off and just so it doesn't swerve out into traffic and, and somebody else gets hurt, it just gets dragged <clears throat> behind your vehicle. And if your chains aren't crossed, if they're just straight across, then apparently you can uh, you can face some pretty hefty fines. So I think it's a safety thing with, with uh, your chains could get ripped off if they're just straight versus crossed. When I say crossed, I mean like, if you're looking, if I'm standing on the trailer looking at the back of my truck, right, the chain that would start on the passenger side of like the trailer, the, the passenger side, the right side there um, of the metal mounts, you put it through and go and put it on the driver, hook it up on the driver's side hook of the truck, and then also vice versa. So just things like that. Um, I would not be where I'm at today if it were not for other people who are very experienced in the industry, both online and then both in person as well. Danny's been super helpful for me, just little questions here and there. Um, big shout out to also Tom Preville, uh, Tommy's Grass and Contracting. Um, he was the guy with who hooked me up with, uh, hey, you know, I'll send him your way if they have a gated backyard. Uh, he ended up sending me a couple more people his way. We're regularly in touch and you know, if there's a driveway or there's something something that uh, he's not doing anymore that he he hears, he catches wind of, of somebody reaching out to him who who uh, wants service, he generally will just send him over my my way. And uh, it's a it's a great way to get some more clients. It's a great way. It's a great connection to have and say, hey, what, what would you price this at? And that kind of stuff. Um, I try not to lean on him too hard and annoy them. But when I really need to know, and it's important. It's like it's quick. I, I don't have time to do two hours of research for this. So let me just text you. It's super duper helpful. Uh, the mentoring is next level. Someone who can relate. The subcontracting is great. Getting more work is great. Buying equipment at a discount or clients at a discount is also great. Having a name to walk into a dealership and have and say, hey, I know this person, also great. And then hearing about different like rules, regulations, stuff that you did not realize you were not following is also super, super good as well. So with that being said, that is competitors or companions. What should your relationship be like with your competitors? Just as one final note, 
that I just remembered now is at the same time, don't let your friendliness stop you from being competitive and getting out there and growing your business. If there's, you know, there's fairly limited client base. Uh, I like to think there's enough lawns to go around. That's just kind of how I think about things. It's like, I can always get another client. It might be your old client or it might be someone else's old client or it might be someone who moved into the area or someone who's never had a mowing service before. I don't know, but I'm going to get new clients. There's always lawns to go around. Sometimes it gets tough. You start stepping on people's toes. It just will happen as you grow your company. At a certain point, you need to say, that's not going to stop me from growing my company, right? They've helped you so much up to this point. You're not here to deliberately destroy them. Um, and just try to make it as drama-free as possible. Don't target them in your ads like, oh, we're better than these pers- people and all this, that, and the other thing. Just go and you know do your do your work, do your thing, be respectful, respectable, be respectful, and go market the snot out of yourself uh, and continue to grow. So don't let it be something that stunts you. Uh, don't let them give you negative advice that drags you down or makes you kind of hate what you do. Continue to love what you do. Continue to love growing the business. Uh, I promise you it, it is it is worth it big time, but it is also very helpful to have those connections. With that being said, you guys enjoy your weekend and I will be catching you next week.